Good evening, everyone. Tonight is one of those gospel passages that should make you a little uncomfortable, and it should make you question what Jesus is doing. I hope this week you looked ahead and you looked at the readings for today, and you read this, and you thought, you know, whenever someone comes to Jesus and says, my daughter's possessed by a demon, you're like, of course the natural response is, well, we shouldn't take the children's food and throw it to dogs. The word of the Lord. (laughs) (laughs) That should shock us a bit. Jesus says something truly shocking to this woman. And what that should do, brothers and sisters, is it should drive us to ask questions of the word of God. And one of the reasons my faith has deepened over the years is that the more I press on God's word, and I say, this makes no sense, and I push on it, I find that there are incredibly beautiful answers just underneath the surface. So I want to encourage you to that. God wants all of us to have faith, but he wants us to have a mature faith. Right? He wants his children to grow up in wisdom and knowledge and a depth of understanding of the teaching of Christ. So one brief word on that, and then we'll, we'll get to the main theme. Jesus' language here is very Jewish. And the, the Jews, we still speak this way a little bit, But the Jews understood that God's law makes us human. And this runs all through the scriptures. Is that when you follow God's law, you become more human, not less. And so in in the Old Testament, one of the best examples of this, the Jews understand that the pagans who do not follow God's law, that they begin to behave like animals. And you have done this, right? We used to call this our, and when I was in college, we referred to these as our nasty friends. And you have these nasty friends out there who are really fun to be around, and then you're like, oh my gosh, I became a total animal hanging around my nasty friend. But the Jews tell stories about this. And so, for instance, an easy example, Daniel chapter 14 is a story of Daniel who is in the lion's den. And in that story, Daniel embodies the Jewish people. Daniel truly is in the lion's den, surrounded by animals who are vicious, but the nation of Israel is in that exact same position. And so Jesus tonight, in saying it is wrong to take the children's bread, the children, that's Israel. And the, the nations who do not follow God's law Become like dogs. It is wrong to take the bread of the children and feed it to the dogs. Okay, but what is this about? So I don't know if you're board game people. In the companions, I am one of the things I am known for is I just I hate board games for some reason. I don't know why. But my family, we just don't we never played board games. And so every time my community gets together, Father Mad Book, may God have mercy on his soul, 
tries to convince everyone to play a board game. Uh, and I ridicule them, as every priest should. But the only board game I ever really played at all, I mean, we played a little Monopoly, but the one I want to talk to you about tonight is, and the one game that I could probably be convinced to join into, is the game of world domination. Right? You know what it is. The game of risk. Uh, risk, uh, is, it is a fun game, maybe. But the strategy and risk, right? If you're going to play that game, you all know the strategy. If you're going to be successful in that board game, what you don't do right at the beginning of that game, you get a bunch of armies, and you're given a certain number of countries that you kind of hold that territory. And if you're going to be successful in the game of world domination, a foolish strategy would be to spread all of your armies out equally everywhere. Right? And so what you do is you find one place that you're really going to build your stronghold. I always chose Australia, if I could get it. No idea why. just love the Aussies. But I would choose Australia, and it, whenever I would play that game, and I had my college roommates used to play, and they were total nerds about it. But I would do well for a while because I would, that, that's a corner, right? You can't, there's only one way into Australia. So it's strategic. And you build up a stronghold in Australia, and hopefully you get enough strength up where you can start at one point to then go out from that stronghold. And tonight, brothers and sisters, it's kind of a, a banal analogy, but this actually, I think, is a good example of what God is doing in tonight's gospel. You and I are so used to thinking that God is content with the status quo. All of our readings tonight, brothers and sisters, have one central point. God does not want a part of his good world. He does not want Australia. He does not want Our Lady of Lords. God wants absolutely absolutely everything. And all of our readings tonight, they come together and we're going to show how this opens up our gospel. All of our readings tonight are about how the whole world belongs to God. And he loves this world so much he will settle for nothing less than everything. The key to tonight's gospel, I told the, the congregation last night this, so I'll offer this to you. Does anybody know, the, the absolute key to understanding the gospel is what went right before it. Does anybody know what the story is right before tonight's gospel? If you get it right, I will offer you seven minutes off of Mass. <laughs> All right, we're going to have an hour, 45-minute Mass tonight. Okay, good. I know you knew it, you just wanted me to go long. The gospel right before tonight's gospel, in that same chapter, in Matthew chapter 15, right before that, we are meant to read this whole section together. And hang with me. The section right before that 
is where Jesus declares all foods clean. And so right before this, the Pharisees come to Jesus and they say, why do your disciples not wash their hands? And Jesus kind of goes off on the Pharisees and he says, do you not understand that what goes into a person's mouth does not make them unclean? It's rather what comes out of the heart that defiles a man. For out of the heart comes judgment and fornication and idolatry. And these are the things that defile a man. But food cannot. And all through the Bible, here's the key to this, all through Scripture, the reason God gives, starting in the book of Leviticus, the reason God gives some foods as clean and others as unclean was to separate the Jews from other people. Kosher law, brothers and sisters, was meant to make the Jews stand out from other nations. And so here's, here's my first point to your life tonight. The word holy in Hebrew, Greek, and Latin, and just in, even in English, the word holy means to set apart. And so in God, when he talks about kosher law, he talks about, he says, the Jewish people, you will be holy as I am holy. You will be separate from the nations. And so God, when he gives the kosher law, what he does is he makes them eat all these things that nobody else eats, and he forbids them from eating the things that everyone else eats. And brothers and sisters, in your life, here's the first point tonight. We're going to get to evangelization in this homily. If you're going to evangelize, you must be holy. If you are just like everybody else, if you're friends who don't go to church on Sundays, who are not seeking out God, if your life looks just like theirs, you will never help them. You won't be able to do it. If you are just like everybody else, and if the church is just like everybody else, brothers and sisters, it's like that risk game where all the armies are just spread everywhere. There's no strength. To evangelize the world, you and I have to be separated. And so God wants the whole world. And what our gospel tonight is about is that Jesus has gone into an area of Gentiles. The, the gospel begins and it says Jesus is in the region of Tyre and Sidon. That is outside of Israel. And so God wants his whole world. And then it seems in the gospel like Jesus says, hey, first I have to be faithful to the Jewish people. And that should make us wonder, why did God choose the Jews? Does it sometimes feel like God is content letting the rest of the world just kind of go its own way and corrupt and decay, but he just wants Israel? Brothers and sisters, God is about the world, the game of world dominance.
domination. The reason that God chose the Jews is the same reason I always chose Australia. He chose a stronghold. And from that place, always, from the beginning of the story of the world, from Israel, God always intended to save the entire world. And so here's my challenge to you tonight, to bring all this together. You have to be holy, but if you think about holiness only in your own life, if you think your holiness and your love for God is only about you, you'll miss the whole point. What I hope happens to you this week, I hope you go to your job this week, or maybe out into your neighborhood, or maybe you go to a coffee shop. I do this all the time. The person that you see out there in all those settings your holiness and your faith were given to you for them. Those gifts were given to you not for you. They were given to you so that you might bring other people to God. Brothers and sisters, the church exists for the sake of those who are not here tonight. And I want you to feel challenged by this. Most of the people you encounter in your life who are not Christians, who have not encountered the love of God, they don't call me. They don't send me emails. They don't ask me why they should be a Christian. But you are in their life. People ask me all the time, Father Brian, what's, what's God's plan for my life? And if it's a guy, I'm like, it's to be a priest. I need help, right? That's, that's God's plan for your life. I know 100%. He told me last night in a dream. No, what I want to tell everyone is that your, the plan of God for your life, brothers and sisters, is that you would be the light of the world. The woman tonight comes to Jesus. She says, my daughter is possessed by a demon. People around you in your life, some of them might be possessed by demons. But other ones might say, I think life is about pleasure. I think life is about money. I think life is about me having everything I want. You are the light of the world. God doesn't want one piece of it. He is not content that you and I in this church would love him. He's not content with that, brothers and sisters. He's not okay with that. He is not done. And you shouldn't be either. God wants the whole world. Every heart and every soul that you ever encounter was created for one reason. They were created to know the eternal love and salvation of Jesus Christ. And maybe the only way they'll come to know that is through you.
So Jesus, tonight, Lord, you separate us from the world. You make us holy. Lord, help me to be holier than I am. Jesus, may I not think the way the world thinks. May I not worship at the altars of pleasure or money or power. But Jesus, would you make us holy? Lord, help us tonight never to forget. Help us to never think that it ends there, that it stops simply with our own holiness. Jesus, make us the light of the world, that all might belong to you, and that they might know your salvation.